Hey, welcome to the show, everybody. I got my friend Alex Duran on the podcast. He's a comedian. He's a host, and he does a plethora of things. Welcome to the show, Alex. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. Of course, it's always great to have you. Well, it's the first time, but you've all, you've had me on a bunch of your stuff, and I wanted to have you on here. So thanks for coming on, man. Uh, so you are a native Texan, is that correct? I am. Houston, Texas, and uh, been in Austin almost a decade now. A decade? Oh, yeah. I thought you've been here for a couple we- uh, a couple years now. I, I didn't yeah, know it was that no, ten years. The, the, even and I've been coming even longer. So I had friends that went to school here, and I went to school in College Station. It's about an hour and thirty minutes away. So okay. very familiar with Austin. Okay, uh, College Station. That's A and M, right? Yes, and absolutely. So you're you're like a Big A&M guy, wh- what does it feel I'm like? I'm embarrassingly into A&M football. <laughs> and we have never been good enough to, to be, be like this excited about <laughs> a football team, but here I am. That's awesome, man. So tell me about growing up in Houston. What's what's that like? Houston's cool. I mean, it's uh, a premier city. I would honestly live there. Uh, the wife doesn't like it. It's too big, and it's understandable. Um, she has to drive in to work so i imagine if she worked there she'd drive in um but i loved it a lot of good places to eat um families there that's pretty important to me different type of people in houston very relaxed just um i don't know how to describe it like going out in houston's a lot more fun Mm -hmm. going out in austin let me give you an example you go out to austin or in austin to a bar people are like just drinking and talking like oh where do you work and like Mm. just stuff you don't really care about if you go out in houston people are dancing just like let's have a drink and uh party it up so i love houston nice great recommend have you been i've been uh actually i was just there like a day ago or something like that i I, which part so honestly i don't really know katie i was in like the katie area so I had to do something for work, and I drove there and drove back with my boss the same day. So it was. Yeah, that's not a good look of Houston right there. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, if you go to Houston, you want to go inner loop, um, the 610 loop. That's what circles what I mm-hmm. I consider Houston proper. I know the city limit goes around, but uh, inner Houston's great. You got the museum district, you got the Heights, um, I mean, Montrose area. Memorial, I think Memorial's in the loop, just barely. Uh, Roy Oaks, I mean, yeah, just anytime you're, East Houston's great, just, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's better. So yeah. it's, it's like a different tier of city. I don't know how to explain it. I, I, I get that. I've heard the food there is amazing. That's all I keep hearing about yeah. Houston. There's, and it, it kind of has to be because it takes like 45 minutes to get anywhere in Houston. Okay. Like if you want to eat, like you only get two things you get to do a day in Houston because there's so much driving. So it's like you can work out and then go eat because you're driving like 45 there, 45 back. Oh, wow. Okay. So it has to be. People are always like, oh, it's so good. It's like, yeah, if I'm, you know, <laughs> ta- it takes me an hour to drive and then park and head on over. It better be good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and some places are so good. They only take cash. Oh, really? And yeah, you know how ballsy that is yeah. to be, just yeah. be like, we're only going to take cash. Yeah. It's like, you, <laughs> you either take, yeah, you, the, if you want Apple us. Pay, yeah, yeah. It's like, and people do it. So, oh man, that's, I don't know. 
dude, I, I gotta, I haven't explored Houston that much. So I've, I was, I've been there three times and all three times, like the first time was I got uh, stuck because we lost our flight and it was spring break. So it was kind of hard to get another flight. It we took us, it took us like two days to, okay. to like get an actual flight. So we, we were in Houston for two days, but we were really like hanging around the airport and we'd go yeah. at night to the hotel. And Which stuff. airport? The the George Bush one. Okay, yeah, that's not even that's not even really in Houston, Houston. Um, yeah, it sounds like you've been in Houston, but you haven't visited Houston. Yeah. So I recommend. Yeah. Making a day. Mm-hmm. Do you like sports? I love sports. Yeah. What type of sports? So uh, honestly, I I love all of them. The one, I'm not a big baseball f- guy, but I I enjoy playing baseball. It's just watching it well i think the the shot clock thing that they uh added now might make that a little bit different yeah but the games are quicker yeah but the, the problem is like it takes so long and i don't have sometimes the games are fast but so, sometimes it's like four hours i'm i don't have four hours to just sit you down. like soccer i love soccer yeah, yeah. cool man go to an austin fc dynamo because yeah. houston traditionally is a good it's a better team a than austin team i mean they won it back to back okay uh, i want to say like 2010, 20, okay. I don't know, but yeah, so people support. That's that's uh, the good thing. I mean, people support here in Austin, but that's something to do, and it's yeah. in a cool area. Yeah. It's near all the bars. Uh, you can go to Nymphus, uh, which is just a Tex-Mex spot. Really okay. nothing special about it. It's yeah. just, I love Tex-Mex. Okay. If you uh, like it's Tex-Mex, good. I love it's a Tex-Mex. Good spot. Yeah. If you like margaritas. I don't know. Do you drink? Sometimes. I, I drink socially. I used to drink all the time. Now I just drink socially. Yeah. What happened? Is there a story? Well, I, Coast, uh, I don't know if you're familiar. Costa Ricans like to drink a lot. Yeah. And when I moved, so I, when I moved to the States, I, you know, I wasn't, I didn't have friends for a bit. So I'm like, oh, why do I feel good all the time? That's because I'm not drinking. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> what was your drink? Imperial? Uh, yeah. That's the Costa yeah. Rica. You've been to Costa Rica? I have. So I haven't been south of, um, I don't even know the name of it, but I haven't been to San Jose. I've been okay. like the upper part, like, okay. uh, like Guanacaste Airport. Okay. Uh, Guanacaste. Yeah, that's actually. W- and then forget the beach, but it's like near on the way to the airport. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, been there. We want to go back to go to see the city. And then further south, there's like San Antonio Manuel or something San like Manuel. that. San uh, Manuel? Yeah. Oh, Manuel Antonio. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. Um, it looks beautiful. So, we're definitely going to go back, but we did the typical rainforest yeah. beach uh hung out went to the volcano uh arnal mm-hmm. arnal there you yeah. go yeah, yeah, yeah and then um i don't know it was a great time that's where we got engaged okay so it was pretty cool how long ago was this uh damn when did we get it like 20 2021 okay like that nice nice but uh cool cool country i I don't know why you live here over San Jose. <laughs> uh, I've never been to San Jose, but yeah. I imagine it's dope. Because Dude, it, it's, it's like it's awesome. city vibes, but yeah. good weather. Yeah. I don't know. It's awesome. Honestly, the only bad thing I can say about it is traffic is just shit. But Oh, really? Yeah, dude. It, I I was just there. I had I had to go do some work stuff. And my house from the place I had to go to in Aredia is like 20 minutes. I was stuck in traffic for... An hour and forty five minutes. Just and it was just like bumper to bumper, like just standstills. So um and people like driving are kind of like assholes. Like they don't let you like get in that like if you need to 
if you need someone to let you into the to the to the road, they don't like, like you gotta force yourself into. Yeah. It's it's kind of weird, but that's cool. That's actually how people drive in Houston. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm used to that. There's like there's no driving culture here. Everyone yeah. drives differently, and that's why I think traffic so bad yeah again i have no experience this is complete bullshit but yeah. i'm just like you know some people are from california mm-hmm. some people are from like the midwest people come from new york yeah so they're not driving at all and no one drives the same yeah so. no that that happens a lot where like in a city where you just yeah. get a mix of different people san jose isn't walkable though i had an assumption that it was walkable well just from photos if, if you live in the city area yeah you can you walk but it, any anywhere outside you just it's just uh driving all over the place is san jose the capital yeah and it, it used to be carthage or no no it's it's still san jose oh I, it wasn't um you know my costa rican history is horrible no. so but but so you're from arab costa rican yeah how'd that happen so my so my my mom's parents they're uh lebanese okay. and she was born in so my grandpa born in lebanon and my mom's mom was born in costa rica and somehow he moved to costa rica and then that's where she was born but my dad born in lebanon moved to canada and somewhere along the lines my mom was visiting michigan Mm -hmm. and one of the friends of my aunt's ex-husband was a friend of my dad's family all right and somehow they met in there and they got married really quick actually they, okay they met and like got married in six months your dad wanted citizenship was <laughs> <laughs> sounds like your dad was on the run just too many places <laughs> lebanon canada costa rica so actually yeah. they lived in canada for a while and my mom just didn't like the cold yeah that makes sense after like after five years she's like all right i'm done Let's go to Costa Rica. It's really warm. And my dad's like, well, it's really warm there. So that makes Yeah, makes and I'm married sense. now. So whatever. Yeah. yeah. Happy wife. Happy <laughs> life. <laughs> so all my siblings born in Canada except for me. Wow. Yeah. Are they Canadian? How does Canadian citizenship work? So, well, they, they were born in Canada. But so. Do you, do they have birth? Yeah, they have birth citizenship. Yeah, they have the birth US? citizenship. Okay. I actually have Canadian citizenship, but through my dad. Not so you have American citizenship. Yeah. Canadian citizenship and Costa Rican citizenship. There you go. I honestly don't know how that works, but I have the passports. Okay, that's cool. How hard was it to get Canadian citizenship? I my dad Just and dad my parents it did it. I, like I ever since I remember we had it. I had it. So oh, man, that's great. Yeah, and. It it was pretty cool traveling with the Canadian one. I haven't used it since I became an American, but they didn't like remove it or anything like that. Interesting. Yeah. What's the benefits of traveling with the Canadian? People passport? like Canadians more. They just yeah. They're like nicer to them for some reason. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why they're nicer towards the Canadians. And when I've been traveling with the American one, sometimes I get a little blowback, but it's like, I don't know, man. It, People like yeah, they, they they'll take you anywhere though. We, yeah, we mess around in the world, so I get. <laughs> like us. Yeah, man. So that's kind of how an Arab in Costa Rica happens. Cool. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. What What about you? Your Your family's uh, Mexican, right? Yeah, but like from Texas. Okay. <laughs> like it's like my grandmother's parents came from Monterrey. Okay. But she lived in San Antonio. Okay. 
and I don't know about my father's side, but like everyone's been here for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Like when we say we're Mexican, it's like that's yeah. what who we have to live with. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like we're yeah, just I like gotcha. I guess the proper terms like Tejano, some mm-hmm. who's Chicano, but yeah. no. Yeah. Is the Duran side your mom's side or your dad's? My side? father's. Your dad's side. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Do you, what what is your mom's also Mexican, right? Yeah, she's half. She so she's part Spanish. And, okay. Uh, Mexican, if you will, but yeah. Yeah. Because you, you got them you, last name you got them baby blues though. Yeah, so. yeah. So that's actually a pretty common thing. If have you ever been to like Mexico City or I've Monterrey? I've, I've been to Leon and um, Jalisco. Okay, I've never been there, but like Monterrey, uh, Mexico City, tons of people look like me. I yeah. mean, people forget that Spanish is not like the yeah. native. Yeah. And it's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was white people took it over. It, yeah, it's yeah. not like everyone that was native in Mexico was just like Spanish is so cool. We're mm. all gonna learn it. Like, <laughs> people are like, well, why do I don't know? People are always confused. Like, well, why don't people who come over here look like you? It's like because they have it good in Mexico. Like it's just <laughs> like the U.S. Like they're not having any problems. Yeah. So why leave? It's yeah. a good system. It's it's similar in Costa Rica. There's a lot of white people in Costa Rica, yeah. but also, you know, it's kind of like a mix. But yeah, man. So you grew up in Houston. You said, uh, did you ever live in San Antonio? No. Uh, got a lot of family in San Antonio. It's San Antonio is not bad. It's kind of like, I don't know. I don't have a hard opinion of it. Mm-hmm. Every time I go, I have a good time, but yeah. it's not like there's any there. reason I'd move there. There's yeah. also not a lot of jobs, so... Everything I've heard, there's like you can work for HEB, the Spurs, or USAA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's an insurance group there as well, but those are like the big employers. Everyone else works in the hospitality or like mm-hmm. service industry. Okay, so not much. I don't. So I mean, you've been to San Antonio? I've been River a few Walk, times. Taking uh, the yeah. Riverwalk. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. It's pretty. Yeah. It's cool, but my family left because, uh, like. Houston was blowing up in the mm-hmm. seven, like Houston's like what the fourth largest city it used to not it was during the 70s 80s that it just started yeah. expanding so my grandfather was a carpenter and just went for work and that's just he helped build Houston okay that's, that's pretty cool man stayed there yeah <laughs> that's awesome so did uh how was like growing up in high school for you were, were you like uh did you enjoy high school? Was that a good yeah, experience? I I loved high school. I yeah. like school. I it sounds weird, but I was very institutionalized. Mm-hmm. Like I think first time not being in school weirded me out because at least with school, you know, grades it's like that's progress. But in yeah. real life, you don't get grades. Yeah, you don't know how. There's no it's like how am I? There's doing? no measurement. Yeah, yeah. yeah, especially if you have a shitty job. <laughs> like a good job, I feel they'll give you like performance reviews mm-hmm. and let you know, but. You're just like, is any of this good? What am I doing? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like school. No problem. What about yeah. you? I, I you come off as a good, you were a good son, like a good boy. Like I, I was a good son, but I was not a good student, though. It, I ah. guess it was, I wasn't like, uh, I wasn't engaged enough, I guess. I don't know. If I, what I just, major in? My, I majored in computer science. You had to be somewhat of a good student, right? That's not like an easy major. It's not. So I I was good enough, but I did skate on by it. And this is going to sound arrogant, but it, believe me, it's not. So I got like honor. Like the, I was in the top 3% of my class, uh-huh. but I found out the day of my graduation. Nobody told me. 
and I got good grades. Don't get me wrong. I just don't feel like I enjoyed it that much. So okay. I wasn't. So I wasn't. what's your definition of not being a good student? I because I feel like making good grades is the definition. Yeah, of being in, a in, good in, student. in college, I, I I guess in college I yeah. was. In in high school, I I was not. I I okay. was like a C student at best. Where'd you go to college? So it's called the Universidad Latina de Costa Rica. Oh yeah, of course. Classic. <laughs> That's probably my favorite university. It's a uh, it's a private university. That's they they say like the little rich kids go to, which not necessarily. Yeah. But and it, it it's expensive in Costa Rican standards. How do you say spoiled in Costa Rican Spanish? Um. Oh fuck! I don't remember. So uh, I guess you could say peepee. Peepee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have, uh, like in Mexican Spanish, it's yeah. Chiflao or chief. Yeah. Have I've you ever heard that? I've never heard that one. Yeah. yeah. No, it's. Uh, I was just. I like how Spanish isn't the same. Yeah, dude. It's it's anywhere. crazy. In any different country, and like slang is just. Yeah. Blown not up. only that, like my family speaks Spanish, but mm-hmm. they've lived here, so like sometimes they'd say shit. Yeah. That's like not correct. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> Spanish class saying shit. Yeah. And they'd be like, "Dude, what the fuck are you talking about?" It's like, oh, that's <laughs> not Spanish. My <laughs> dumbass family. The little Spanish they did teach me just like yeah. completely made me look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I had that with Arabic. I remember one time we were playing Hangman in school, uh-huh. and. You know, it was we were playing hangman in Spanish, and for some reason I thought of a word, and it was fart, but in Arabic. And fart in Arabic is, it's kind of like fuss. F I. Yeah, I don't know how to spell it's it. Like so onomatopoeia of a fart, just fuss. Yeah, kind of, kind of like that. Yeah. So I spelled it out, and then they're like guessing. I'm like, when I told them the word, they're like, "What the fuck is that?" And I'm like, "Well, it's fart. That's when you fart." And they're like, oh, cool. And then the next day they come back. It's like, that's not fart. Where'd you get that word? I'm like, so I have to go to my parents and be like, <laughs> what is that word? What, why are we using that? <laughs> so. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, private school, Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how we got there. But you're a good student. Yeah, I guess at the end and of the now day. now you're in comedy. Yeah. Why? I enjoy it, man. you have, okay, it's just a hobby. All right. Yeah. Like a, I mean, I want it to be. Uh, my, I want to be professional at it. But okay, yeah. Looking around, you're doing pretty well. You have the house, the wife, the Costco <laughs> card, the two dogs, it, the kids on the way, right? No, or no, no. Okay, why did I think you were having a kid? I, I do. So I had three miscarriages. Oh, well, not okay. me per se. My wife had three miscarriages. Wow, just putting it all on your wife. Yeah. What a I dick mean, this guy. I my, I, my He's sperm. Blaming his wife. <laughs> <laughs> I got dud sperm, buddy. Yeah, I don't know. No, no. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh. So yeah, I love comedy, man. Yeah. I, I've been a fan of uh, for a while. How about you? What what got you into comedy? I like doing it. It's like um, it's just something you can see yourself progressing. Like I said, I'm very institutionalized, mm-hmm. and I kind of it sounds dumb. I like having homework. Mm-hmm. So writing's homework. Yeah. I think I'd be a good writer for a TV show. Yeah, like because you just have to write every day, mm-hmm. and then you see it grow, and you get a final product. Yeah, I think that's the best thing. You start off with a joke that doesn't work. Yeah. You work on it. It works. Yeah. Sometimes you take it elsewhere. It doesn't work and you got to figure out why. Yeah. I enjoy the process of comedy. I also enjoy like miking. Actually, that's not true. I, <laughs> I hate the waiting for mics, but I yeah. enjoy just the actual open mic getting. scene people mm-hmm. themselves develop like because we see each other enough in other comics. Yeah. 
we know their bits and like how they started and how they go so it's fun watching that but yeah comedy's fun and not just like stand up like comedy writing. all of it yeah um visual comedy like cartoons and stuff yeah cool that's that's why i'm in it it's just something to do it's fun mm-hmm. um i'd like it to replace my job at some yeah. point but we'll see i mean right now i'm just doing it for the love mm-hmm. all my love shows of the have game. lost money yeah so <laughs> like it, at this point it's just like a hobby for me you yeah. know like some dudes yeah. are like oh i golf or like i don't you know how people have hobbies yeah, yeah. that are kind of expensive yeah and is now comedy okay did you ever do comedy in Houston? I did. Yeah. yeah. I loved Houston scene. I left right before Secret Group opened. Okay. Are you familiar with that? No. Yeah. Do you know the story behind Secret Group? No. Let yeah. Me. So Secret Group, uh, it was actual a secret group on Facebook. Okay. And there's like younger comics that sort of, one, there's a Houston Facebook group. Mm-hmm. All comedy scenes have Facebook groups. Yeah. Maybe not now, but like the older comics are in them. And people are just talking shit to younger comics, like the guys who did the road boats and they're like, you guys need a blah, blah, blah. Everyone's getting tired of it. So someone started a different comedy group and just started inviting people and they're (laughs) all younger. And it was like the secret comedy. I don't even remember the name of it, but it was referred to as a secret group. And, uh, that's how they got the name. I'm pretty sure. So that may not be true, but I'm pretty sure it was because the secret group. So I thought that was, so is that like a comedy club now or something it is yeah so if you are ever going to go watch the dynamo and austin fc play yeah the stadium is like to the north of the comedy club okay within walking distance and okay between them are bars so okay it's a cool area i recommend you go there they have mics every night mm-hmm. but they're like from 11 to 2 or 12 okay. to so 2 so they're, they're super like late night yeah, when I was miking in Houston doing comedy, I was much younger, so mm-hmm. like it was easier because yeah. like I'd get home, either work out or make dinner, and then go out from like nine to like one, and then go to work. I was <laughs> able to do it. Oh, you you still went to work? Ow, wow. Okay, yeah, it was it was tough. Uh, the thing is, you spent so much time only to do like two mics a night, and mm-hmm. you still drove a lot. So I think I miked three to four nights a week, and maybe did one or two mic like one to mm-hmm. two let's say one and a half mics a night okay but it was like a lot a lot of driving, driving. yeah okay it's a big city so yeah that's that's one of the things that i've noticed everything seemed far but i didn't know like 45 minutes of a drive maybe far. that's uh it's, uh it depends so like i grew grew up on the outskirts of houston so like when we'd go like get something to eat like mm-hmm. in bel-air you know it was like 45 minutes away and it's sometimes it's just traffic it's okay not, far but uh yeah i don't know houston comedy was great we're spoiled in austin but i like really doing comedy anywhere i go yeah so like we went to Asheville just to Mm -hmm. have fun yeah i did an open mic in Asheville. it was great they only had like two a week but the one i did she gave me 10 minutes because i was oh nice hillary bigley begley a lot of people know her because she's just like a road Okay. Dog. And then, um, let's see. That's fun. I've done comedy in Fayetteville, Arkansas. I've How's that? It's great. Small scenes are very good because they don't have mics every night. But the ones they do have, they're well attended. There's a mm-hmm. place called Nomads. Um, that sounds familiar. Nomads on the trail. So if you're ever in Fayetteville, Arkansas, great mic. Okay. They pack it out. It's near the college. 
a bunch of people go and all the comics stay, which is weird to me. Like it's so supportive. Like, yeah. which, you know, like here we do a mic, we'll stick around, be polite for the next three comics and then leave and or there, something. Yeah. yeah. Depending, maybe stay for one extra comic, depending yeah. on where you were. And then you bolt there. Everyone stays and like, yeah, this guy, like, it's like yeah. doing a show, but it's a mic. It's yeah. so strange. Uh, that's a, yeah. If you ever get a travel for work, do comedy in those towns. Okay. I'll, I'll definitely look Charleston into that. Charleston has a good scene. Yeah. They only have like two mics a week. They're great. <laughs> like a bunch of people go, the comics stay. So I don't know. That's, yeah. So yeah, I, I had a little experience in like a small town. So I moved here from, uh, are, you f- are you familiar with St. George, Utah? Yes, I am familiar. Not familiar with it, but I know what you're talking about. I feel like I know it for the wrong reasons. Like, <laughs> like, it was in the news a couple times for dumb stuff. Uh, is it near Arizona? Or no? Kind of like six hours, maybe. I don't know. I felt like there was some guy who like murdered his wife and kids, but had a double family in Arizona because there's like a Mormon community in yeah. Arizona. Okay. So, all right. So I think you might be thinking of Warren Jeffs. Is that? No, I don't know. I've heard. <laughs> I know St. Joe, but it's not for good reasons. I apologize. Yeah. No, no, it's a yeah. great town, and I. I but it, it it does have some of that. You know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So there's a place called Colorado City. That's actually that is very close. It's like maybe thirty to forty five minutes away from is it like in Colorado. No, it's 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 Arizona. Okay. So, yeah. but in that place, there was like a big cult of like like super polygamists and all that sort of stuff and he had like maybe 20 or 30 wives and a lot of them were like 14 year olds what yeah yeah i think that may have been that's probably what it is and the guy's in jail now and he like he still has a bunch of followers like keeping the thing alive yeah that is so crazy. Polygamy yeah. doesn't work just from a structural standpoint. <laughs> I watched a documentary on, I think it may have been that guy. Yeah, maybe. And apparently because like when it, older dudes are taking a bunch of wives that mm-hmm. are younger, yeah. that means there's less dating for the younger men. Yeah. And so what they do is they like gel the younger men or kick them out of the community mm-hmm. because you can't have a bunch of single dudes who don't have wives or like jobs cause they get upset and they try yeah. to mess up the, yeah. you know, the, the status quo. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. I was like, wow, I never thought of that. And they're like, yeah, a bunch of these young guys who don't get married right away. They're a threat. They kick them out. So that's, they, that is interesting. Do. What you remember the name of the documentary? I don't, but it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a real documentary. I'm just not spewing, <laughs> like they're spewing just like, just, yeah anti-mormon stuff yeah. but uh i want to say it was like on amazon or something okay but i'll look it good. up man i'll look it up yeah mormons in general are really nice uh but but there is that like extreme sect that like we're talking about that yeah can be like a little strange are you mormon no i'm not mormon no, you just were in utah for the vibes so i'll quick i'll try to make this as brief as possible i lived in la for about eight years you? Yeah. You don't seem like an LA guy. What were you doing? What? Uh, so I, I moved there to like do comedy. I didn't know what, but uh. so I, I started with acting and eventually people told me to do stand up, and that's how I got into stand up. But I it was like never. The actors pawned you off to us. Thanks a lot. No, <laughs> <laughs> I did not know you were that into comedy that you moved for comedy. Yeah. Yeah. How old were you? 26, 25, yeah, something so like that. Yeah. But uh, you're what now? 32? I'm 37. 
that's that's very kind of you. I appreciate <laughs> it, man. <laughs> I appreciate my hairline says yeah. t- the the otherwise, but I, I appreciate your kindness, man. So, yeah, I moved ar- uh, around that time, and my wife, who you met a moment ago, she, my brother-in-law, uh, offered her a job where she didn't have to. Well, it paid her more, and yeah. we didn't like we didn't have to pay for housing, so it was free housing. You were living with your brother-in-law, or just he had a free house. Yeah. Uh, so, the guy who he had a friend that that renovated a few houses uh-huh. like in Springdale. Are you familiar with Zion? Zion, like the N- national park. Yeah. Okay. So there, there were like three houses, like right at the bed of the the national okay. park. So he needed somebody to manage them. And so the guy has a lot of money mm-hmm. and he's like, well, I'll give you this job. I don't, you won't get healthcare. You'll have to do that on your own, yeah. but you'll have free housing. So Pretty I'm like, good. can't say no to that. So we moved to Utah for about three years. So that's how I ended up there. From LA though. Yeah. Did you meet your wife in LA? I met her in Costa Rica actually. Okay. But I lived in L.A. at the time, so... Was she surfing? You were a surf instructor? No. I, I, I wish, dude. <laughs> I wish, man. <laughs> I wish it'd be that cool. But no, we, we went to like a yoga retreat, and then that's how oh, I met her. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Nice. She lived in California, but San Jose, California, and I was living in L.A. Okay, it's a cool little spot. How's yeah. L.A.? I like Good L.A. Comedy. Uh, comedy-wise, it's, it's fun. That's where I started to do comedy, so it's a little more... It's it's strange because a lot of people want to do comedy for the sake of acting, mm. and I think uh, well I kind of started that way, but eventually I'm like oh man I really enjoy this more than than all the other stuff so I'm just gonna yeah. do this, but I was very inconsistent like I'd have I I did it for like a year and a half, then I stopped for like three years, then I did it like very on and off for like a year then I stopped. And then I did it for like a full year, and then I'm like, okay, this is really what I want to do. But the the actual city itself is it's great. The only thing I I have to say that's like not positive about it is just the the housing market is really expensive. Yeah, and we were looking at buying stuff there, so we were tired of renting. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, was it a good mic scene? I imagine there's good shows, but like, how many mics could you do? Because the city's spread out, so I imagine it's a pain. So it's kind of like the Houston thing. There's a bunch of mics in the area, but you end up driving a lot. Yeah. So I would do, like, when I was really consistent, I was doing like maybe somewhere between one to three, depending on. Oh, okay. But how how late would you be out to do three mics? That's the thing. Sometimes it was really late. But other times, to two, would you say, or not somewhere that? along those lines? But there were also like uh, mics where you could do that. Mics there, I don't know how it is in Houston, but mics there, like you have to pay to 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 do time there. That was not how it is in Houston. No, okay, I'm glad we haven't reached that. Yeah, point I'm, I'm glad. I hope Austin it stays that way. Yeah, and if somebody ever tries to charge, I'll, I'll just like make make it a point not to go to that mic. Yeah, but do people do those mics? Yeah, no. Dude, the only places that you don't pay to go to mics are the big comedy clubs. Okay. And those are, like, swarmed with people. And honestly, like, you only do those if it's kind of like the mothership or uh-huh. here or, like, 
if you want to do that, it's pretty much just to see to show the booker what you want, what you can do. Yeah. So you're not even using it as a mic. You're using yeah. it as like here's my best three minutes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So most of the mics there, like you had to pay. There was some that you didn't, but uh, those were kind of the the hosts weren't consistent at those. Like yeah. Sometimes you get there and there's like a note, hey, no mic tonight. Sorry. I'm like, dude, I fucking drove like an hour to get here. Dang. Yeah. But but there were a few places that just started as a like a literally the business was open micing so they charge you five bucks to do a set and you'd have to like book it online on like a slotted page or something like that and that's how they actually became a business they would they, they would fill out an hour with 10 comics everybody would have five minutes and that's basically i think that's 50 bucks an hour or something like that i don't, yeah. I don't know man what and so they would rent a place and they would do that. So you could actually get, if you wanted to, do multiple mics at that spot. But you're essentially doing the same material for the same people the whole time. So Do people at least come? Like audience members? No audience members, just comics. So you're just paying, what, 10 bucks a mic? Five. Five? If you're, if you're doing more than right. one, ten, yeah. I can't imagine spending 20 bucks yeah. every night to do comedy. And that doesn't include gas or drinks. Yeah, or no, no, you're 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 paying a lot of money to do it. Uh, so, yeah, that's gross. I've mm-hmm. heard New York is like that as well. Probably not as common, but yeah, uh, it's kind of rough. Yeah. But we're spoiled. Yeah, we are spoiled, dude. It's it's a pretty good comedy scene where we're at right now. Uh, Tuesday's crazy. Like I us- usually take Tuesdays off, mm-hmm. but I think. Because normally I go Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then if I have shows, you know, if I'm mm-hmm. lucky. But I may just go Sunday through Thursday now because, like, Tuesday's so hot. Yeah. Like There's, you like, can start almost mic- 10 mics there on yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, it's ridiculous. What You can start at Lake Mike. That starts at what, 630? That's 630, yeah. Yeah, so you go 630, and then there's Hooch's mic. That's at 12. Mm-hmm. So you could do, like, four mics. Yeah, all night. out all night. Yeah. But still. It's 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes of stage time is pretty good, man. Yeah. So what what made you like start like actually before I, I dive into that, like what what did you major in college? Did you go to college? I did. Yeah. Thanks for uh <laughs> prefacing that. Have you ever said asked that? No. Someone's like, "No, nah, I haven't <laughs> gone that." No, no I I just I, I just no, figured out. I, I did. Uh, I went to A&M instead. Uh, oh yeah, you you mentioned uh, that. Yeah. And I was an engineer for two years. Okay. And then I was a nursing major. Okay. And then I finished with psychology. So. Okay. It was a wild ride. So I still finished in four years, though. I came in with what? A lot of high school credits. How do you do that? Tons of high school credits. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I like finished all my pretty much any 101 or like the basics you have to get out of the way your first year. Mm-hmm. I had. And so I was just doing like engineering stuff and then okay. electives. Uh but uh, the reason I ended up with psychology was uh, it was the one I could finish with the credits I had on mm, time. You just I wanted to get out of there? Well, I had a scholarship. I couldn't really afford to, okay. you know, uh, go an extra year. I mm-hmm. didn't have that luxury. So I yeah. like, was just looking around. I was like, ah, I don't want to do nursing. Yeah. That's more school, more yeah. money. And then that's okay. what I ended up with. It was, plus, it was interesting. Yeah. And that's actually how I got into comedy. Yeah. So because my major, it sounds weird, but I had this like, this is going to sound fucking stupid, but animal psychology class, yeah. maybe, or maybe it was psychology of children, I yeah, forget. Comics are like animals, I don't know. Yeah, I guess, but 
I don't know. I met a guy named Jaffer Khan, who's a hilarious comedian in mm-hmm. uh, New York now, but he's from Houston, and he was more or less hitting on this chick, trying to run jokes by her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, those are really bad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I should do comedy. Yeah. Um, but he was just messing around, and then I asked him, you know, uh, where is a mic in College Station? Mm-hmm. And there was, like, w- I think one mic, and it was like, I don't think that bar is even there. And I can't even tell you the name, but it was just above a bar. It was like it had these narrow stairs and then there was like a lounge up top. It was perfect for comedy. Yeah. But uh, that's where I started. It was fantastic. All because I majored in psychology. And if I hadn't changed, I would have never tried it. Really? I don't know. I may have tried it. But what I'm saying is in this reality, that yeah, is what, that's what got you. Yeah. Okay. So you yeah. think you wouldn't, you didn't have any like, um, uh, interest in it before that uh not in stand-up i did write a lot Mm -hmm. so um uh i would just like write like silly headlines stories Mm -hmm. big on the onion uh my mom used to have an old typewriter okay and i would type up like dumb stories and uh pretty much do headline jokes like snl or something like that um so I was always into writing. I did debate for a bit. There's an event called HI, Humorous Interpretation. Mm-hmm. I wrote a script with my partner. We never performed it because yeah. she then like stopped doing debate. And I was like, ah, whatever. <laughs> I had always been interested in writing okay. jokes and just stupid things. So you, you would have gotten into it eventually, I yeah, think. I guess. I don't know. But I was like, eh, something to do. I was a senior in college mm-hmm. and so i just tried it i was like i knew i was gonna graduate i had my credits i just needed to finish so i was like yeah give this a shot and then i yeah just did it and then started doing it in houston as soon as i graduated so okay but i did take years off i did what you did yeah so i did it for like if i c- you count college station in houston is like three years worth of comedy and mm-hmm. then i took a six-year break Okay. And started after the pandemic again, and it will be two years. Okay. Um, February. So coming up this February, two years in okay. Austin. So wow. It's been pretty fun. Yeah, man. But you like, I can tell that you're like, you love writing. Your writing is really good. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, man. And it like I I like you mentioned before, like you know we see each other all over the place, and we see how our bits progress and stuff like that. Yeah. Like it, it, it's fun to watch you because you can tell like you've been rewriting this stuff constantly yeah yeah so i i do see the the writing aspect of it um do you what what part of it do i do you enjoy the most i just like writing a joke Mm -hmm. thinking it's funny and then people are like yes i guess i like the validation that this idea is funny (laughs) but again i also like when it's not funny and you're like oh i know why it's not funny yeah and you rework it and then it's funny yeah hell yeah yeah it's just fun, creative. Um, um, I don't know, man. You have a unique writing style. You're straight. You're set up punch, right? I feel like you have that cadence. Like, oh. yeah, yeah. I I do. That my style has yeah. changed a bit, but that that's what I've been focusing on, on lately. Mike, though, I see. I feel like you always do stories. Yeah. Uh, is that do you do certain mics for certain type of comedy, or just Sundays? You happen to have more story like so. material. Sundays when I like I'm starting off, so I'll I'll give you my process a little okay. bit. I try to write something new every week, and Sunday is when I have the most blabber and time, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so that's when 
I'm like, okay, let's see what this is. And I'll start just rambling on. And then I'll start to see where I get some sort of response and where I don't get response. And it's usually there's no response at all. I'm like, okay, I need to definitely work on this. And that's when I start to uh, rework it. So it's when uh, a buddy of mine told me, uh, you, you have to be word efficient, not idea deficient. And I used to try to like explain that. So, so here's the, the, the idea, you know, how a word economy, you got to keep it as short as possible to make it as succinct. Right. But I was trying to do that right off the bat. So my ideas did not make sense. And I was like context. Yeah, exactly. So now I just like, Oh, oh, become overly verbose about it Mm -hmm. just to make sure that, the content is there and then it's just a matter of just shrinking it trimming yeah, yeah. so that that's the how idea. long till you give up on a joke if i don't get any response in that week I'm, i throw it away or at least leave it for later yeah what about you i don't know yet because it's different for everything sometimes i feel like i hold on to jokes too long other times i drop them immediately then mm-hmm. revisit mm-hmm. my writing process is I would like to be a storyteller. I feel like they're more interesting. Mm-hmm. Like that's how humans think, right? In stories, like yeah. if you have a story, they're more engaged and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, I don't write linearly. Mm-hmm. Like I always tell people, my writing's like a petri dish. Mm-hmm. Have you seen a petri dish just grow bacteria? Yeah. It starts like spots here, then spots here, and eventually the spots are big enough they all connect. Yeah. Randomly. So that's, I don't know. That's what I'm trying to work on. Mm-hmm. Just building spots and then having them grow into each other yeah finding segues but uh it's tough it is tough having a stage presence is tough too it's not just it, the th- i don't know there's not there's so much more to comedy mm-hmm. than comedy which is yeah i'm now learning yeah yeah people i feel like they think you're just talking up there but there's <laughs> yeah <laughs> There's like, oh, man, he made this up on the spot. <laughs> There's some people who can. I feel like yeah. Alex, oh, he's just uh, Oh, he is really good at that. He is hilarious on the spot. And yeah. But he's pressed. He's like, ah, I can't do this forever. I'm like, I don't know, man. You, I think you, you can. Pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> like every time you just riff. Like, and you riff and you hilarious. fucking murder. Yeah. I think you can pull it off. I, I don't know. Riff. I, I like having an outline of what I'm going to do yeah. beforehand. Yeah, that's comedy. I feel like this is a very comedy-oriented podcast. I it, it could be the, about uh, it yeah. could be about whatever. I'm sure, maybe you got to rename it. Yeah. Forgive and forget. Yeah. What are we forgiving and forgetting right now? How bad it is. I don't know. Yeah, it's just the name. <laughs> it was catchy alliteration. Okay. Yeah. A little. But yeah, dude. It, I guess it, I I don't think it's like a specifically. I mean, I want it to be comedic in the sense that there's funny stories in it, but it doesn't necessarily have to be about comedy. Ah. Uh, but yeah, I, I just storytellers. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess since we both do stand up, I guess that's why we we gravitate towards talking about comedy. That's true. Um, You're a jujitsu guy, right? Yeah, I, I used to. Yeah, I I uh, I had to stop for a while. I want to go back. But I, I dude, I love it. It's it's all. Have you ever done jujitsu? I have. No yeah. gi. No gi. Dude. Yeah. Uh, have you ever tried gi? I haven't. I feel like it was a mistake trying no gi. Because I feel like gi's more useful in real life. Because people are always wearing clothes. Like, yeah. why wouldn't so, there be a situation where? Yeah. <laughs> it. I think they're both very practical. 
so in my experience the the gi is where where you learn the technique mm-hmm. and then the nogi is like the more nogi to me is more reality because very rarely people nogi? Are, really yeah yeah because with nogi you're you know doing underhooks and stuff like that so that's sometimes like let's say you got well you got a sweater right now so i can use that sweater yeah that's but if you're not like just i'm wearing a t-shirt you can't like do this because oh, the t-shirt there's will no rip. grips on there okay. yeah so if you just grab you my you can't choke doing the like you know what i'm talking about yeah no. yeah the it's kind of like no like, too weak no this too is too, like this is too thin right okay. so um it it's easier just to like do the the just the arm stuff yeah um but how long did you do jujitsu for? I did it uh, for f- four months. Okay, that's like, that's a lot. And I would go about three times a week. That's pretty and good. And um, twenty twenty happened, and then I just never. Also, they fired my Muay Thai coach, so mm. like uh, they used to have jujitsu and Muay Thai in the same mm-hmm. uh, gym, and then they're like, ah, we're getting rid of uh, you, and we're getting new coaches mm-hmm. they moved away from muay thai and it's like okay. more striking oriented and yeah it's like all right well this is not cool so uh, i went over followed my coach okay and then uh that eventually shut down and you move further south and i'm like oh, well no i'm not driving i mean he lives pretty much around here which yeah is far now but mm-hmm. like imagine during rush hour trying to sneak yeah. in a lunch session yeah it's yeah like, no way i can't do it yeah dude it that's so the school I went to is like, uh, like up northish, North Austin-ish. So and I, you did it while living here. Yeah. Oh, so, so I was like, it would take me about two or three hours of the day just to go that the one hour class, and then depending on traffic, it could be between two hours to three hours. So there wasn't one class down here that you could do. So probably I just yeah. the class I went to. Have are you familiar with John Donaher? No, no. So he's like one of the bigger names in, in like in teaching jujitsu. Uh-huh. Okay, and he teaches here, and like his students are like one of the like the best mm-hmm. students in 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 the sport. So I'm like, well, I, if he's here, I I want to go get taught with the best. I'm not saying yeah. I'm the best. I'm just like I'll learn more that way. Yeah, and it I did. But I was the worst guy in the class. Like I would get beat well, up. You're new, yeah. That's yeah. that's. I feel like that's the whole point. Yeah. Jujitsu. It's some weird pyramid scheme where people beat the shit. <laughs> out of years. So I I did it a little bit in Utah too, but the level in Utah and the level in in that gym in particular, I don't know anywhere else, was like a complete. Yeah, different. I feel like the jujitsu scene. I don't know if they call it a scene, but it's kind of like Austin. Mm-hmm. It just blew up during or after the pandemic because yeah. a lot of places are like, we're going to close down and here they're like, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. We don't care. So there's like, a, are you familiar with B Team? Yeah. Yeah, they're over here. There's a bunch of gyms. 10th yeah. Planet, that's where I went yeah. for a bit. Those guys are pretty good. Um, so the guys at B Team, they were originally taught by that guy, John Donaher. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah those so dudes are huge. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, dude, they're mean. they're like uh, j- not only jacked, but they're like seven feet tall guys. Yeah, they're huge. They're just yeah. big guys. It's yeah. ridiculous. I don't know. I didn't know you I, did. You did jujitsu. I I did it for a bit, and then uh, I just stopped. The pandemic, really. I just yeah. Uh, it 
was very bad for my health, the pandemic. I, like, gained all this weight. <laughs> I like telling people, like, uh, I gained weight during the pandemic because mm-hmm. it sounds better than saying I gained weight in 2020. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's almost 2024. Why haven't you left pandemics <laughs> ambiguous, right? They're yeah. Like, oh, yeah. is it still going on? It's still on? going on, man. It? Maybe it's, it was only he means a year ago. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know, but I... I thought I was going to get really into jiu-jitsu because mm-hmm. the first, like, rolling session I had, they yeah. had this thing called 10 Round Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I, like, submitted a blue belt. What? Like, my first time rolling. Like, I literally submitted him. I was like, fuck yeah, that was awesome. And then, like, later that night, they're like, here's your blue belt. Or maybe it was, like, later that week. But he got a blue belt. I was like, fuck, that dude was pretty much a blue belt. <laughs> and I submitted him. And that was the last time I submit, like, four months of, like, trying oh, to wow. submit people. <laughs> and, like... I don't know. It's embarrassing. There was uh, this chick in there who was a wrestler, mm-hmm. and it was just like pure like toxic masculinity. I was like, no, I don't want to get submitted. And she was just <laughs> ragged on me. Like, she was like bigger than me, like yeah. wrestler. She was just like, and she was good at jujitsu. And I was just like, I was doing way too much mm. to try not to get submitted. Yeah. It's like at that point, you're not learning anything because yeah. I'm not doing jujitsu. I'm just yeah. like, get <laughs> off me. Like, get off. Like, I can't do it. My pride won't let me. Yeah. No, I, I've definitely experienced that, dude. It, it's because it, it's embarrassing when someone that's well the women i've rolled with a lot of them were smaller than me and yeah. they were not as strong as me and they would just mop the floor with me yeah. dude it was ridiculous i was like oh man you ever go up a high school against a high schooler who's been doing it since they were like seven they're yeah like, i'm 125 pounds i'm just this lanky yeah. kid and they're like assassins yeah dude and you would kick my ass yeah. all the time <laughs> it's very humbling that oh, was, yeah. it was a good life experience I, yeah. I may get into it again but you know you can only do so many things right yeah comedy takes up a lot of time it takes up a lot of time so that that was the other thing like i felt like jujitsu even though i was here i was only going twice a, i was doing saturday and sunday but sundays is a pretty good day to mic and saturday you don't really there's not much happening yeah but but still, it was like Hal doesn't get booked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Book me, people. Okay. Yeah. Book Hal. Um. So, I just felt like I was taking a lot of time doing that. So, I don't know. I, I it kind of came at a, at the right time because. Yeah. So I figured I, it was a good time to stop. Can only do so many things. Mm-hmm. Also, I have a question. Were, yeah. Are like jujitsu gyms in your experience like? kind of right wing like right wing coded hmm <laughs> so it depends so i've i've both of the places that i've been they've been kind of a mix okay so maybe the the actual people running the gym are a little more right leaning yeah but the people coming to the gym are like a mix of everything so it's it's a i guess it's a good experience like a good mesh of both yeah, yeah. I just remember rolling and talking to people after, and they'd be like, yeah, the goddamn globalists are like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what's going on here? Like, I thought it was so weird, and everyone was just like, yeah, he's right. Just yeah. like, okay, <laughs> not for me. Yeah, I, I've, I've definitely had those conversations. Yeah, and, yeah. And for some reason, a lot of flat earthers, dude, there, there, was, a, there was a guy, <laughs> very nice guy, but like he was like a normal guy, he was like an engineer and stuff like that. And then I don't know who he's he an engineer and a flat earther. Yeah, but so he yeah. became a flat earther throughout the time that I knew him. So yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> so he was like very nice guy. He was a purple belt. He was really like really good, very knowledgeable. 
And then one day he just texted me that, oh, dude, you should look into this flat earther thing. I think I've, I've actually like, it makes sense. I'm like, God. I thought he was joking, dude. And then one day he invites me to his house and like, he has like a flat earth map and he's like, start like, dude, with a laser pointer showing me, okay, so this and this and that. And I'm like, oh dude, what the fuck have yeah, I just I walked leave. into? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My wife wants me. See ya. Yeah. And I felt, you know, like the guy is very nice, but I felt like he was trying to convert me the whole time. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're not an easy convert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too, man. Me too. That that came in handy that day. But yeah, it, you're right. There's some leaning toward some right leaning tendencies there. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I feel like comedy may be that way in Austin now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, just uh, who was I was at a mic. Someone was just like. It's Trent Bradley. I'm just saying he was just <laughs> he has this bit about how evolution's stupid. Yeah. And everyone like he wasn't he was he had the crowd on his side, but it yeah. was like in a weird not like it was like clapter, you know what I'm saying? They're like, hell yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what is going on? Like, this is so strange. Yeah. It was a pretty good bit because I, yeah. I was like, maybe I don't believe in evolution after <laughs> it. Uh, luckily, He's converted yeah. me. Oh. Yeah, he's very uh, Trenton's very good at at that sort of like type of comedy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I feel like it's um from my experience, I feel like it's like been a mix of both too. Like, cause you'll see like the, I I don't know if it's cause we're in Austin, cause like in LA it was just definitely like left leaning all the way. Oh it? yeah, yeah. And then maybe w- like one out of twenty comics would be like a right leaning guy. Yeah. So, but in in um. Utah is definitely like very right leaning, right? Yeah. But and here is kind of kind of a mix of both because I I feel like Texas is very red, but Austin is kind of like yeah. purplish. Yep. But I don't know, man. I I see what you mean though. <laughs> it's a fun experience. Yeah. Houston was very I felt like apolitical. Mm-hmm. I don't know in the comedy scene, but then again, when I was doing comedy there, I was in my early twenties. Yeah. So maybe I just didn't give a you know, yeah you didn't give a all. crap. I was just like ah eh, whatever. Yeah. It's strange because in LA I felt like I was conservative, in Utah I felt like I was liberal, and here yeah. I feel like I'm just in the middle. Yeah, you're just in Austin. Yeah, LA may be like lean is a bad word. It's yeah. just like very left. Yeah, I don't know, like in California too. So mm. California's yeah. already pretty left leaning compared to yeah. Texas. Anywhere now imagine LA. So yeah, I yeah. Don't know. So we talked about comedy, jujitsu. What else, man? What else, dude? So did did you play any sports in high school? Uh, I was on sports teams, but I did not play. So okay. I practiced sports in high school. What so what sports football. did you play? Football? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But did not play much. So yeah. I was a right guard. Okay. For anyone who can't uh, see, I am 5'9". <laughs> <laughs> so like right guards, you typically want a big boy who's like, Six three, yeah. Six four, three hundred. <laughs> like no. Did did uh did you enjoy playing though? Uh, after a while, I didn't because again, I was just like practicing, up. and I kind of was like, all right, I'm a sophomore. I did two years. Time to focus on school if I want to yeah. get it. Like you know, football wasn't gonna get me into college, yeah. and in the end, it was the right choice. You know, so. So I mean, you 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 had a scholarship, so you definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely were a smart kid. Yeah. Uh, do you uh, do you look at how do you grade yourself with 
with like comedy, for example, which is something that you yourself have to keep your own uh, progress in mind. Uh, so this year, uh, so I said February would be two years. Mm-hmm. The first year was, can you still do comedy? You're off six years. Yeah. Uh, do you remember your old material? Can you write new material? That was a big thing I was worried about. Yeah. Like the first few mics I hit, I just, my old jokes came back and I was like, oh yeah, okay, I can still get stage present. Then writing was big. And then this year I just made a goal, get booked on 12 shows. Mm-hmm. So that's like one show one, a, month, a month, right? Blew that out of the water, thankfully. Like um, that was good. Also, hosting your own show helps. So yeah. that's like a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got booked on 12, and I felt like that was my big goal. So I don't know how I'm doing it next year. Yeah. I think I, I want to see how many days I consistently write 10 jokes, and then instead of 12 shows, maybe like 24. So mm-hmm. like two shows a month. Yeah. I don't know. That means some months. I don't know. I got to start tracking them now. Yeah. Probably do that. And it's too easy to get sidetracked, so just writing book shows. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's how I'm going to track myself. Okay, that's so good. Yeah, I decided right now as I'm talking to you, That's those are my KPIs. For okay. <laughs> writing <laughs> 10 jokes every Your corporate day. corporate kicked in real quick. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to try to have more days where I write 10 jokes than I don't every month. Okay. So, like, if there's 31 days, I'm going to try to write, you know, 16 days. Mm-hmm. And then 15 days I don't write, that's fine. It means 16 days I wrote 10 jokes. That's 160 jokes. And then two shows a month. So That's pretty good. Anyone's listening, please book me. Yeah, man. Are you ever going to do that South show again? How did you fall into that? So that that was kind of strange. I went, I was looking for a place to start my own show. And I liked that place, but I didn't. So I went to the guy and asked him, hey, do you guys, would you guys be interested in doing comedy, blah, blah, blah? Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, talk to, send an email to this place, whatever. And at the end, he's like, oh, we actually do our own comedy show every week. I'm like, oh, well, I guess, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I'm not going to do that. He's like, no, no, still send something in, yeah. you know, we could, we could still use another show or whatever. Right. So I sent an email, never heard back from them. And I did that with like four places in Buda. I wanted to do Buda because there's a lot of it in Austin. Yeah. So I wanted to have somewhere where it's not as big and, and you know, people will be excited and not have to go. Yeah, it's also closer to home. So yeah. So lower, you know, uh, friction. Less friction means you'll do it more often. Exactly. So yeah, that makes sense. So anyway, I sent an email to a bunch of places and then around the the time that I w- we did that show the day before a guy the guy re- replied to me hey so the guy who does the show here month uh, weekly he's going to he said he was taking the time off for about a month would you like to host the show for the month i'm like sure why not so i'm like okay i don't know about tomorrow cuz he literally said uh, Monday yeah. and have it on Tuesday. So I'm, I don't know about tomorrow, but the other ones definitely. Let me get back to you and see if I can get a, like a group of people to do the show tomorrow. And that's he found th- out it was that easy. Yeah, just literally <laughs> ask. Just ask a few people, people <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, dude, it was literally that. I was I was trying to ask uh, more than five people just to see, because you know sometimes people can't or whatever. No. Yeah, <laughs> and. 
times people say they can and then day of. Yeah, day of they just can. bail, right? So turns out most of the people did say yes. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right. So we did that show and then I, I, had, I had everything booked and I told them we were going to do it. And then the next day, the, I don't know, I, no, the, we did it. We did the show. And then maybe like the day after the show happened, the guy who runs that show normally reached out and said, Hey, I'm, I'm actually gonna keep doing the show. So, um, Damn. I'll, I'll take you like, you know, I'll, 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 I'll have you on every once in a while if you want, but yeah, I'll, I'm going to be in, still taking it back. Just yeah. took it back from you. Damn. Yeah. So I, f- I don't know if I was used as a pawn or something like that or, or what, it wasn't that dark. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> really he just w- didn't want to do it. And he's like, ah, man, the world will continue without me. So yeah. I'm just going to hang on to it. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's what happened. So I, I want to look for a different place. I just haven't. Well, good luck, man. Had the time. Need, yeah. I think a show down here would be great just because you have a different type of audience. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how like 20 minutes of driving will change the people. Yeah. I went to pinballs last night. Mm-hmm. And that's like just pretty much 30 minutes north of Austin mm-hmm. instead of south. And yeah, very different crowd just based off of what they found funny and mm-hmm. what like stuff that normally doesn't hit hit and stuff that usually hit did yeah. not hit. But, you know, these were like the crowd was significantly older than crowds in Austin. And, and yeah. these were people in their 40s, 50s, couples. Mm-hmm. When you asked who's married, everyone was like, woo. It's <laughs> you know, very different. Yeah. It's a. Uh, you got you need those reps yeah man it, i if it were up to me obviously i i do like multiple shows every night but yeah. have you tried kyle how far is kyle from here 10 minutes it's about 10 minutes i i there was one place that i liked in the area and they never got back to me so i i i, I, I need i just need to go explore more places yeah that's tough yeah yeah but yeah man if you if you want to like do something I, I know you said you like let's do a show in butte or something so if we you want to just partner yeah. up man i i would be down with it for that yeah if i find something i'll let you know yeah man. i don't know if i w- would do a weekly show down here but like every other week but yeah it could be a weekly show just we take turns I yeah we'll yeah. figure it out we'll, we'll figure, figure something, something out just gotta get out there see get your reps that's the most precious thing right get yep. reps get reps especially in front of people because yeah comics is kind of iffy sometimes <laughs> but well i i before uh before you gotta go anywhere yeah I'll okay probably bouncing a few okay before I, I let you go i wanted to ask you so when you write do you specifically write jokes or or do you do like uh what 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 is your writing process it depends if i'm good i wake up and do stream of conscious writing mm-hmm. just whatever mm-hmm Ngozi told me, you know Ngozi, right? She's the one who told me. She has a cartoonist friend, Mm -hmm. Asher Perlman. Was like that was his suggestion to her, so I did that. Got some good stuff, but like if I haven't been writing and I like I feel guilty for I didn't Mm -hmm. because I didn't, I'll do headlines. Okay, like I read a headline, try to make a joke, like very SNL type Mm -hmm. jokes, Um, and then every now and then I'll jot down jokes and then just try to fill them in, but. I do a lot of headlines just because it's easier yeah. and it, you can still technically count it as writing yeah. even though yeah. it's like half written for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. How often are you writing? I do it every day and I try to do like a stream of consciousness thing. Okay. 
and then I want to like use that as like sometimes not necessarily but if I get something from that I'll use that and try to do like set up punchline sort of stuff okay. and then see how that goes did you write anything today? I did I did I wrote something you want to uh, share a joke? Uh, it, w- it, it wasn't like particularly a joke but I, I will share it one sec uh, you share your stuff first right, while I'm I looking for it I have one I want to share and it was just thinking, uh, I don't know how this came to me, but uh, background, my wife and I have the same name. So it goes, my wife and I have the same name, mm-hmm. and it really weirds people out when we tell them we have the same name. Yeah. Uh, and then we tell them we have the same grandmother, and then the name thing is less weird. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the same grandmother, but so. I just, I don't know. What do you got there? That's fun. Oh, you're that, that a digital writer. Yeah. analog. I used to do analog. But then my hand was starting to hurt a lot. God, you're old. Yeah, <laughs> I'm only like <laughs> five years old. I feel old for using a notepad, but I've, I'm, I'm like, how old are you? I'm 33. Okay, I'm only four years older. That, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. not that bad. But so I was doing that, so my hand was starting to hurt. So this, what I've been doing lately is like, I, there's a, there's like a word, um, this thing like a random word genera- uh, generator, mm-hmm. and Sometimes I just do stream of consciousness and sometimes I just like if something if nothing's coming, I'll just whatever word pops up here, I'll I'll write something based on that. The word was certain today, so I uh I I started writing about like, you know, being certain about stuff and how and eventually that led into there's no jerk joke per se. It's just like exploration on the topic. Yeah. And it was like how, you know, people get certainty from religion and politics and stuff like that and that's why people get so angry when you go sh- very deep then yeah i'm like writing silly things you're like religion <laughs> politics <laughs> but that that's in this case right so <clears throat> so that's like I, I i i'm like oh that's why people get mad because people like to feel sure about stuff uh-huh. so if you try to talk about something that they don't agree with then that that's kind of like um saying that what they're what they believe in is not necessarily true so that that's why you know that's why people are so uh defensive about religion and, and yeah. politics for example that's kind of where that led me to do you know uh patrice patrice o'neill yeah he like i don't know if it was a joke or i just heard this maybe it was on an old opie Anthony mm-hmm. segment but he's like i don't mind being atheist mm-hmm. and going to hell because yeah. like, ah, you didn't believe. Yeah. But I don't want to worship religion and it be the wrong one. And <laughs> go to hell. Which makes <laughs> so sad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because like yeah. the number of religions there are, the, re- yeah. the chances that you pick the right one are slim. Yeah. So like you know, just go out having fun. I thought that oh. was. A, yeah. oh, I love so Patrice, like, man. He's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, dude, uh, so you got to get going. What's uh? What's your uh inst- anything you want to plug like your Instagram and stuff like that? My Insta's Alex Alex like the band, so my name's Alex Duran and my Instagram is Alex like the band. You can catch me most Mondays, most Mondays at the Culture Dog Comedy Showcase in South Austin at Kelly's Irish Pub. Again, the Culture Dog Comedy Showcase at Kelly's Irish Pub on Mondays. It's an hour-long comedy show. It's free 99. 
we got comics who are touring and headlining, but they come down and get 10 minutes they're working on and run it by you. So it's pretty cool if you're into comedy, and it's cool if you just want to be part of something in South Austin. So check it out on Mondays. You'll I'll have updates uh, every week at Alex Like the Band. D- are you still doing the Texas Thursdays thing? <sighs> no. Uh, that's another. I'll come back and talk about how I've lost a bunch of money on that. <laughs> 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 All right, Matt. Thanks for coming on, dude. Take it easy. Bye bye.